0: praise the lord this is pastor evangelist robert venable and it is time for let's talk about jesus we're so glad to be with you today you that are returned listeners we're glad that you are are following this bible study and we pray that it will continue to bless you spiritually, mentally, physically. (laughs) Amen. And if you get blessed in all those areas, God's going to address the material in your life because you'll be putting the kingdom of God first. And when you do all these things that the Gentiles seek, which at that time meant everyone that didn't have a covenant with God, everyone who wasn't a Jew, uh, the good news is that we... Now, as Christians, Jew, Greek, bond-free, we have a covenant with God through the precious, priceless blood of Jesus Christ today. Amen. And God doesn't want you to miss the benefits and blessing of this wonderful, wonderful covenant, this blood covenant. Covenant and the very blood of Jesus Himself. And it shows us just how much God loves us that we might love Him back in a full devotion to Him that will cause us to have the disciplines necessary to run with perseverance the race that is set before us. We're talking about winning the race and receiving. The crown. Now, I want to say something up front. If you have truly been born again, born from above, not just got religion, but come into a reconciled fellowship, relationship with God, amen, then the scripture can be uh, claimed by you and me today as believers. We are not of them that turn back unto perdition, but we're of them that believe to the saving of the soul hallelujah you know that's that is the that is the absolute uh, greatest incentive of all in continuing to trust Jesus as our sovereign and our Savior, our Lord and our Savior, it's because that we know that eternity is what is at stake here. And it is vitally important that we, as the Scriptures teach... Keep the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. That's what this is really all about today. Because the first crown and the foremost crown, the most uh, important and vital crown of all, we've talked about in the previous two broadcasts here on the Internet. And it is the crown of life. You know, the Bible said that, that, that the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy But Jesus said, but I have come to give you life and that more abundantly. And then on another occasion, Jesus said, a man's life does not consist of the abundance of things that he possesses. So it's important to see that word abundant in the context of the crown of life, eternity with God instead of eternity, banished and separated from God and punished in a place called hell. Friend of mine, you may not uh, have heard much about that place. The Bible speaks of hell more than heaven in the New Testament because it's, God doesn't want anyone. To go there and when conviction comes and it will, I believe it will come to every hum- human being on this planet, because the scriptures say it's it's not his will that any perish, but that all have eternal life. Life praise God for it, but when it comes, the devil will make his his move to try to have us look at the kingdoms of this world and the temporal and the and and the natural world rather than the spiritual and the eternal he doesn't want anyone thinking about eternity and where they're going to spend it he wants them just thinking about the temporal very short time that we live upon on the earth." Friend of mine, God wants you to see something beyond this world. Thank God, there's something beyond this world. <laughs> Hallelujah! Because this is a short trip. I'll tell you right now, I'm 71 now, and uh, I'm I'm officially. <laughs> they, they don't they, they don't they don't ask me. Do you want the senior discount anymore? They just give it to me, uh, because I look the part of a senior citizen. I told someone the other day. And This is no, because I am a senior citizen, I can joke about it a little. Uh, this was re- no disrespect, but I've officially entered Geezerville. <laughs> I got my dad a birthday card one time, uh, because he was 90, and and it showed an old guy with a cane on the front of it looking really mean, and it said, don't call me an old geezer, or I'll hit you with my cane. Well, you know, we have to have a little bit of a sense of humor, but beyond the sense of humor about aging is the sense of hope that when this life is over, you know I'm closer. To, to eternity now I'm with God than I was 30 years ago 40 years ago 50 years ago <laughs> hallelujah amen and I am so glad that that death is not the end for the Christian it is the beginning of an eternity with God in a place that he's prepared for us praise God ain't no grave the songwriter wrote many years ago gonna to hold my body down, and yours either. And listen, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, ain't no grave going to hold your body down either. There's a resurrection of the just, and a resurrection of the unjust, so that the just can live with God forever, and the unjust can be banished and punished forever. You can read about that in Revelation chapter 20, the great white throne judgment and all those whose names were not found written in the Lamb's book of life or in the book of life were cast into the lake of fire with the false prophet and the Antichrist friend of mine so much is on the line so much depends on keeping our faith in God and being faithful to God this is not salvation by works these are works that indicate true Salvation has occurred. We're not of them that turn back unto perdition. We're of them that believe to the saving of the soul and they that endure another scripture uh, says to the end uh, the same shall be saved in Hebrews it says we are made partakers of Christ if we keep the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end the warning is against those that had an evil heart of unbelief uh, and that that pushed back uh, against God's will and purpose and missed the mark. And today, I want to encourage you to run with perseverance the race that you might obtain the reward at the end. Praise God. Amen. We talked about that out of 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Uh, And every man that striveth for the mastery, he said in verse 25, Paul writing, is tempered in all things, they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, a crown that's going to pass away, but we and in. Corruptible. We should be more highly motivated than the Olympic swimmer, the Olympic runner, the the sports star, uh, the boxing champion that gets up at six a.m. and 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 runs three miles, five miles to build his wind and stamina for the fight that he might win that crown. That's going to pass away. We have these disciplines in our life uh, in, in terms of disciplining our weak flesh and saying, I'm not going to be governed by what I see, by what I feel, but by what God's Word says. And I'm not only not going to be governed by the, the in, impulses of the flesh and the influence of the flesh, I am not going to be given to temptation because of my weak flesh. Praise God. There is victory in Jesus Christ today. I'm not saying you'll never get knocked down. I'm saying if you're truly born again, you will always repent and get back up. And when you get back up, the fight is not over. The fight is on. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So in Hebrews 12, we read again to lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us, and run with patience, perseverance, the race that is set before us. I want to talk today about a second crown, and it is of particular interest to me as a Christian minister and all those that minister in some way or another to God's people. It's called the crown of righteousness. And I'm going to read about that from Second Timothy 4, verse 5 through 8. And listen to what he says paul's letter to timothy but watch thou in all things endure afflictions endure afflictions endure endure that is the name of the game that marks the kind of race that we are to run it is not a wind sprint it's not a hundred yard dash it is an endurance race Someone has said it very true one time. The the goal of this race is not always to the swift, but to he that keeps on running. Praise God. Amen. And and it's this keeping on, keeping on. I meet people all the time uh, that have started this race years ago. And are still running this race. The same heart for God. The same devotion to Christ. Is still alive and well. And the flame of the first love. Is still burning brightly. Oh, but there are those, it's so tragic, that have been turned out of the way. And we are to encourage them to get back in the race, not disqualify them from the race, because they have been turned out of the way. Scripture says to lift up the hands that hang down, to strengthen the feeble knee, lest he be turned out of the way. So we endure afflictions. "...watch thou in all things, and endure afflictions." Hebrews chapter 10 talks about after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions, which is not only in you... Uh, the writer says, but to all your brethren as well. Don't ever think when you are persecuted, when you are tempted, when the enemy opposes you so harshly, don't ever think that you are unique, that somehow another God is blessing everyone else and he's just not there for you. This is common to every child of God. And we are called not to escape them, but to endure them. You see, the scripture said, no temptation is taking you, but such is as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above that that you are able to bear, who will with the temptation make a way of escape that you might be able to bear it, literally endure it and overcome it. Praise God. Watch thou in all things, endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thine ministry." You know, I introduce myself every time we, we I have the opportunity and every time I have an opportunity to qualify my calling. It is pastor slash evangelist. My initial calling is to be a pastor to the body of Christ. But I raise my eyes. I look upon the fields that are white. Unto harvest. Literally, that will be lost if they are not brought in when they are at their ripened stage. Friend, I want to see souls come into God's kingdom and every child of God should raise our eyes and look on the field. The field may be where you work. It may be where you go to college. It may be where you go to high school. It may be where you visit a nursing home to see a parent there. wherever it is, it may be at the dry cleaners. It may be at the Circle K. Uh, Wherever you go, there is a field and we need to be ready at any given moment to give an answer, in season, out of season, to give an answer for the reason of the hope within us and to lead others and point others to the peace and the grace and the love and the power that we have discovered in Jesus Christ. Praise God. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered... And the time of my departure is at hand. For the sake of teaching, I want to stop and zero in on this word offered in Second Timothy. It's speaking in terms of sacrificial offering. Uh, the whole New Testament is written in terms of sacrificial offering. And that's why it is so important today for you and for me to understand What this is really saying, Paul is talking about a particular offering that was offered in the Old Covenant called the drink offering. I'm ready to be offered or literally poured out to the last drop. The drink offering was poured out before the Lord, all of it to the last drop. He said, in the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. See, this is the race analogy again. I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith. Hallelujah. Henceforth, you see, he ran this race with the crown in view. And and that's why when he went through those afflictions that he mentioned to Timothy that we're all going to face with the crown in view— Here's how he requalified and recategorized those persecutions and those temptations and those harsh, hard times that he experienced. He said, I suppose that the sufferings of this present world are not worthy to be compared with the glory that <laughs> that we're going to that's going to be upon us on that day. And I've said it before I want to say it again today. In order to get past this day, if you're in a crisis, if you're going through something very hard to bear, you have to look past this day to that day and just persevere. Just keep on keeping on. Hallelujah. God will see you through. God will take you through. God will not abandon you because you are hurting because your faith is wavering, if you will just bear up just a little while longer, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. I know there's no scripture like that, but it is a term that is used that can be biblically supported. When your back's against the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army, (laughs) God parts the waters and destroys the enemy. God is Faithful, and there's nothing too hard for him. Hallelujah. So henceforth, Paul says in verse 8, There is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at, here it is, that day. That day. This day I may be wearing a crown of thorns like Jesus in terms of painful afflictions and persecutions living in a faulty body here, in a fallen world with a foe like the enemy, we're surely going to have tribulation. But he said, at that day, at that day, hallelujah, I'm going to receive this crown of righteousness. You see, he was running the race with the crown in view. And not to me only, but unto all them also which love his appearing you know what that means that means every true child of god because there's nothing more that we would we would rejoice in then the soon coming of Jesus, his appearing. Praise God. Amen. I, I don't know how many uh, Trekkies are out there, but, but uh, you don't have to be a, 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 a Trekkie. You can just have seen Star Wars. Uh, and and there's times I want to say what, what they said to Scotty who operated the machine that, that beamed them up. Beam me up, Scotty. I would love for the Lord to beam me up. But I'm telling you, I want to finish my course i want to finish my course i really want to be able to say i've kept the faith i've fought a good fight (laughs) the good fight of faith and i've finished my course ah but then beam me up, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. The coming of the Lord is so near, dear friends, and he's going to beam us all up. All those that love his appearing will receive the crown of righteousness. It's appropriately called the crown of righteousness because it will be recompense for our service to the Lord. You know there's a scripture I quote very often to myself <laughs> Amen. it's in 1 Corinthians 15:57 and 58 Thanks be unto God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord because you know that your labor is not in vain In the Lord, nothing we do in his name, nothing we do for his glory, nothing we do in obedience to him will be forgotten. Everything will be rewarded on that day. Hallelujah. (laughs) And that's why the Bible said, whatever you do, whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men, for you will be rewarded. Of the Lord Christ. Hallelujah. God's smile of approval. Will outshine the jewels and gold. Of the heavenly city. Amen. Listen to Matthew twenty-five, twenty-one, About this crown of righteousness. That Paul had in view. When he ran. Like he ran. Oh how he ran for Jesus. It says his Lord shall say unto him. Well done. Thou good and faithful servant thou hast been faithful over a few things i will make thee ruler over many things enter thou into the joy of thy lord hallelujah praise god isn't that going to be a wonderful day wouldn't it be wonderful to hear him say well done well done not because you you did some great thing that the world uh, honors so much, but you did the thing that God called you to do. You finished your course. Hallelujah! That's 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 what God is going to reward. So you may be the pastor of a little church like me. Our church has never been big, but God has been big in our midst. <laughs> <laughs> so we just we just didn't limit him because of our size to reach out and do the work of an evangelist. Praise God. Just like this this Bible study right now is reaching out and I want to use the time that I have left. You know, there's a scripture that says be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be you filled with the spirit. understanding what the will of the Lord is, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Instead of pulling our head in because of the sin everywhere, we need to be using every moment that we can to further the gospel of Jesus Christ, to reach out to those that will hear and give heed and be saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen to Hebrews chapter 6, verse 7 through 11. It said, For as the earth drinketh in the rain that cometh off upon it and bringeth forth herbs for them to whom it is dressed receiveth blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and nigh unto cursing whose end is to be burned. But, Beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation. I want to stop there. Things that accompany salvation. Things that literally, I'm going to put it in my words, verify and confirm salvation. They just go with it. Hallelujah. Though we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope to the end. Now Jesus said something incredible. He said, when you've done it unto the least of these, my brethren, What a shock it must have been to them to hear those words. It's still shocking today to know that when I bless uh, someone who, who has come to know Christ as their Savior in any way, I am distinctly, I am directly blessing the Lord. Because he said in the context of that, he said, I was in prison and you didn't visit me. I was sick and you didn't come and and minister to me. I was hungry and you didn't feed me. And they said, when did we see you in these conditions? He said, when you didn't do it to the least of these my brethren, you didn't do it unto me. But on the other hand, and on the positive side, he he said, I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. I was hungry and you fed me. I was naked, you clothed me. When did we ever see you in that condition? He said, when you've done it to the least of these, my brethren, you have also done it unto me. Oh, friend of mine, the Bible said that we should do good to all men, but especially those of the household of faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Praise God. There's a crown of righteousness laid up for us. His smile of approval. His his statement, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Praise God. When the first love is present, dear friends, in our hearts, we have a strong desire to please God and bless others. To incur His good favor To express love by faithfulness and obedience. Hallelujah. God is so gracious today. A new and renewed desire to please God will motivate us to live and serve Him with enthusiasm. We should run full out, motivated, stimulated by this crown, the crown of righteousness. Which God's will not only give to people like Paul, who excel like he did, but to every one that loves His appearing. Friend of mine, that's you, that's me, that's the very, very least of the Christian community that that does. You know, the Bible said, if 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 somebody gives a a glass of water, a drink of water to the prophet. He gets the prophet's reward. Uh, Blessing, just blessing those that serve. Being supportive to your pastor, to your church, is going to bring a blessing on you. Everything that is achieved through that anointed, appointed ministry, you have an investment in, and God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor of love. Praise God. Isn't that good to know today that you can just be faithful with what you have, doing what you can do, given the opportunity, seizing that opportunity. And God will not forget it. He will put it down to you, put credit to credit it to your account. Amen. And bless you for it today. Oh, friend, what a great God that we serve What a wonderful Savior we represent when we represent Jesus Christ today as His ambassadors, as His light in this sin-darkened world, His luminaries. And today, today if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I want to tell you right now, God doesn't want you lost. There are no Hopeless cases with God. He promised ancient Israel. In their ruin. Brought on by their own sin and rebellion. When they returned. And repented. He said. I will give you beauty. For ashes. The oil of joy. For mourning. The garment of praise. For the spirit. Of heaviness. And you shall be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. And today you can become, out of the ashes, out of the ashes of ruin, you can become a tree of righteousness, established by God Himself in His kingdom. Repent of your sin. Receive Jesus as your Savior. And today, today, run, get back in the race, get back in your Bible, get back in church, get back in, in in God and Jesus and run the race because he's coming very soon and his reward is with him. Don't let any man steal your crown and come back next week, will you? And let's talk about Jesus.